Hey guys, this is Suck My Brunch. You're listening to Matthew, Rob, hey guys. and Ramon. What's up? Thanks for joining us. You know, you take it easy and stuff. It's funny. Um, Ramon, first time at my new place. You eased it in? I did, yeah. Uh, asked him for some Vaseline and shit. Like, uh, well, speaking of easing in, he was looking at my uh, my dresser, you know, where my, my cologne and stuff is. <laughs> and he was reading them. And he's like, is that a lube? I'm like, like, yes, it is sex so lube. Come on. <laughs> I got some KY jelly. Shit. I mean, how did you know? Like, look at the bottle. I just, know this. I just know what fucking uh, KY jelly is. It's, uh. I will say that shit is cold. Sometimes it's, there are things that heat it up, heat it up sometimes. Oh, what Give it some, up? There's huh? also warming. There's also warming, warming sensations, you know? Oh. I don't want my freaking dick to fucking feel pepperminty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I did try that because I have a lot of those freaking peppermint halos, right? So I put some on my hand. I forgot to, uh, there's like, I think there was still a smudge of oil in there. Did you hear about, who was it? How could we eat the chip? Oh yeah, you told me about that, yeah. Where we ate the chip and it burns your hands, right? Yeah. Like, that's why you wear the gloves, because it's yeah. that bad. Yeah, so, so we ate the chip take a leak. you know... Yeah. Uh, you know, went and took like a piece of whatever, yeah. and then we're getting sick, so they ran to the bathroom, <laughs> didn't wash their hands first. Jesus and Christ. And then took a leak and got it on his. <laughs> and then he was just like lying on the ground in the field with you because it was burning. You couldn't do anything about it. Uh, yeah. That is something that yeah. I'm a little too familiar with. Have you guys been to St. Augustine? Commercial Broadway? Yeah, yeah, I've been. I love their mac and cheese, uh, deep fried mac and cheese thingies. Um. Deep fried mac and cheese, just like a bowl. We've been there. We've been there together. Remember? Um, Sometimes I don't know if I am the one who has amnesia or you. It's <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of hot stuff, there was uh, this time I went with a mutual friend of ours. This one time at band camp. Yeah. This one time at band camp. A mutual friend of ours. Uh, yes. Okay. I don't know if he wants to be named, but we we went... can freaking edit it. Rob's gonna redact the names. It's alright. So we went out for dinner yeah. after we watched the movie in the Rio. Okay, and I think I have an idea. He's really good with hot food. Yes. <laughs> I, you guys know I'm not good really with hot food, but I, I have been experimenting more. Oh, yeah. And this was after the hot chip challenge that you and the others did, Rob. So we're sitting there and he orders like a 10-piece wing uh, set and it was like the really hot one. It was like 200,000 with Scoville. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, I took a bite of one. Yeah. I was like three shots in and I'm holding his hand and I'm looking him in the eye and I, yeah. against my own will, I start crying. I'm like, oh, okay, this is really embarrassing. And I keep like dabbing my eyes. When you say crying, you mean eyes watery or just, or just like actual eyes like, crying? Like, crying. Like, you know, hoo, 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 hoo. Um, like my face was completely still, but like kind of like Shia LaBeouf from the Hot Ones episode, tears were just like coming down my yeah, face. I mean, oh like, yeah, that's real, something that... We all did that too. If you look at our <laughs> yeah. our eyes and you can't do anything because your hands are fucked. So you're just like... Using your wrist. Yeah. So I go to the washroom and I go take a piss. Okay. And I come back and I'm sitting down and all of a sudden like I feel this pain, like the stomach pain, but it's externalized and it's like kind of all over my groin area. And I guess it's because I was peeing and you didn't wash your hands. Not prior. I washed it after, but then I'm already sitting down in my. Groin that is true like, though, because that's the first like if you're gonna take a piss. You don't wash your hands first, right? So it's like second nature, you know? Yeah. So that, I, I, you're not at fault on that. You don't have any fault at that, so. <laughs> we won't put it on yeah, you. Yeah, we won't put it on you. Yeah. you we'll strip yeah. that from the record, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's so. uh, 
three of us doing a podcast and shit, realizing our dreams. So. Fuck. What'd you do this weekend? What'd I do this weekend? I was with you. <laughs> the weekend was every day. One night. That sounded very passionate. It was a very passionate, yeah. Money was, is that when we found out the loop was cold? Oh no, that was a different day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the I didn't. I had no idea what you guys were fucking playing. What do you mean? Like that Monopoly shit. That Monopoly... The Monopoly cards. Yeah. That was pretty fun. I have no... I, I won one. Oh. The second one. After I, uh, after I learned how to play. I've still never won that game. Oh yeah, you just drew two cards like, oh. Oh, Bianca won the other game. Of course. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how to play that. That game, like once you're behind, like... It confused the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, it was actually... Well, if you were playing it, I think you would get it, plus it was late. Yeah. But once you're, like, once you're behind in that game, like I got to the point where I had nothing, like you just can't get caught someone just plays a rent and then it's all gone again. Like you just never, you only have the three actions, right? So it's frustrating once you get to that point because you're just like, I can't do anything. I'm really picky with board games. Like, I don't know. It's just like, uh, I know there's like people who actually, well, maybe you are, I know some trainer here, I forgot he was like a board game addict. I have about a hundred. Yeah. So I'm really picky with board Damn. games. Yeah. Not really. I have some good ones. I used to have that mentality that board games were just these like snakes and ladders or even look at like Monopoly itself. That's what everybody thinks, right? When people who don't know you know, this sounds like pretentious, but people who don't know the other board games yeah, yeah. stories are out there, they just think of sorry, like, uh, Monopoly, Risk maybe, you know, stuff Clue. like Scrabble, Clue, like all the all the classics, right? But it's uh, There's a lot. A There's lot a lot yeah. now. Because if you go to um, Storm Pro, there's a fucking lot. So. Yeah. Was there a time for you when you went from thinking that board games were just these childish things that you pick up with kids to realizing that holy fuck there are some really good ones out there? Or did you always know that there were good games out there to play? Well, back when I was born. Oh, so like 45 years ago? Oof. This shot's fired across the board. 28 year old. This motherfucker. Yeah. We're gonna start that way. It's gonna be a long show for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I have been a mix of a jock and a geek my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I was either playing sports or playing geek kind of games. So I played stuff like Magic and I played um, like Warhammer, 40k, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right about that. So I was big into like the models and the painting and all that. Um, so I started with magic, and then when I got to like 12, 13, I would then play with my friends um, these kinds of games. Uh, have you ever seen those games before? Yeah, yeah. And I guess when you're 14, you play with yourself. <laughs> I was gonna go into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just started playing with himself this la- later into the days. Yeah. So um, that's why he's asking about it. Probably like two years ago. That's what he discovered. But no, so you know you're not supposed to be using your own feet. Huh? Why not? Why not? Like if you can do it, why not? That's well, a skill. It's a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Who are we to judge? Yeah. What is this podcast? <laughs> you're a mix of a jock and a geek. What about you, Maddie? What, what were you when well, you I mean, were? So we're really bad at finishing our questions. Yeah. <laughs> if you get that check. Yeah. I blame that on both of you. Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> to answer your question is at some point, probably mid-20s, when I stopped playing all those other games, uh, my buddy came back, he was living somewhere else, and came back and he brought some board games. We were doing like a, just a game night doing whatever, and he also like introduced us to like, um, there was Catan, there was uh, I haven't Parker played that. Zone, yeah. There was like all these ones that were like he had brought and it just like blew my mind to find out there was all these other ones out yeah. there. So it's probably been, like I've known about board game stores and like that next level for a 
roughly 10-ish years now. Uh-huh. And then it blew up on YouTube. You can see it everywhere on YouTube, and there were podcasts about yeah. it, and all kinds well, of stuff. Really, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard about Catan. Yeah, well, Catan sure. is what they consider like the entry level board game now. Is that the entry level board game? No, not because it's not not because it's easy, but that's the one that one kind of grasped really easily, and then it gets them into it, and then they. I, just, I don't know. It's like the marijuana of board games. Marijuana. It's what the conservative, you know, demographic would call uh, the gateway board game. I'm just cigarette and alcohol guy, so. Uh, I don't even do that. What is that like? The, is a monopoly risk. <laughs> Probably just the snakes and ladders. Yeah, well, one of them is definitely a risk. Yeah. Um, so do you not, you know, have any interest in, in like exploring board games? I I, I I would play them. I just I just feel don't have the patience for it. Yeah, he tends to get grumpy real quick. Yeah, you know. But I got. I think I have some games that show like yeah, yeah. very simple. <laughs> really does it show? Motherfucker, does it, did it show? Showed on uh, Sundays. <laughs> you played so much, man. Just kept, just kept getting lower and lower into the couch, being like, "Oh, you know what's going on? What are you doing, Tiago? What's happening? What's, what's going on? What's happening?" <laughs> this, this is where we're all night long. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So are you guys gonna both uh, start playing some Smash Brothers? To, you know, I'm gonna beat your ass, yeah. I'm gonna beat your ass. Okay, sounds good. Look at it, look at how cocky this motherfucker I'm, is. You I'm, don't know who you're talking to, dog. I'm busy doing Shit. all the work for the podcast, yeah. so you know, I don't really have time. To, but yeah, I'll beat you. Give me, give me a month. It's it's on. Okay. We'll put some whatever. We'll no, bet. you know what? Well, it's, it's on the podcast. You're gonna beat me in a month. So in one month, we're gonna play again, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna kick your ass. We have to put money on this. Let's put something on this. Twenty bucks. There no, you go. Something more interesting. A gentleman's bet. Twenty bucks. Fifty push-ups. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. A yeah. gentleman's bet. You know, it's, okay. it's not too big. It's not too small. You know, so it's twenty bucks. All right, we'll we'll do best of three. No, twenty bucks. No, no, Bam. best. best of- fuck the best of three. I'm just gonna beat you. Boop, boop, so bam. One That's game. it. One, one game. game, yeah. No excuses. Then he's going to be like, okay, you know what? My control wasn't working on that game. So no, no, I'm going gonna, gonna to use the bitch controller too. I'm going to use the small one, you know? Yeah. So by what? March 18. What day is it? Okay. It's the 18th of February. It's eight, March eight, March 17th. Exactly a month from now. Okay. On, yeah. We'll bring it in here. We, we bring it over here. Yeah. Hook yeah. it up to the big TV, and I'll even record it in the yeah. Okay. And we're and just gonna watch me kick your ass. Put it in the record that I haven't been. I do not play Smash Brothers. I will okay. go on record as saying that I watched Ramon play Smash Brothers on Sunday, and he was terrible. Yeah, I am. I am terrible. So there you go. I'll okay. buy a Switch soon. So I might want to do that. All right. I don't know. Fighting games, these type of games. I'm very competitive. I played Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. So. And I'll, I'll play in the next month with other people, but I won't do any practicing or anything. Sure, look at how cocky it is. You know I'm what? Not, you I'm don't not. know who you're talking to, young one. All right, so um, yeah, but it's on. All right, you're right. I'm, I am the pilot one here. You are senior, so yeah. When you start collecting, collecting what? Your Pension. <laughs> That's sixty-five, man. Yeah, you get recorded. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Sit down and give him a coffee. Yeah. yeah. So when. When I forget about this, because I will forget about this, and I'm a really nice person, you guys will remind me, hey, you, you are an asshole, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, fuck that shit, no, no. And you'll play this. Well, you're an know. asshole. Like, I'm an asshole, too. I know I'm an asshole. I'm it's just good. I'm, nice I'm, a, I'm a good person, too. So I'm a good asshole. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're a good bleached asshole, aren't you? Yeah. No, no, not properly bleached. There's still, yeah, there's still some, uh, there's still some unnecessary things around. Jesus there. Christ! I am not sure who this podcast is supposed to appeal to. It's it's comedy. No, guys. It's comedy. So. Episode two. So there's actually something I really wanted to talk about. Though. What would that be? All right. It, it seems really directed though, so I, I'm going to ease our way into it. Um, but one of the things that I told you guys already uh, a couple days ago on Friday night, I was uh, binging this amazing show, which I'm a little late to. But um, Phoebe Waller Bridges Fleabag. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a really good one. Yeah, have you seen any episodes yet? I already finished the first season. So season one was actually the arc of her one woman play yeah. on uh, I think in the West End, but season two was just like this original uh, sequel to like where the character is like a year later kind of thing. She's my typical, she's my perfect act- actress. You know, she's not really hot, but she's good looking. Mm-hmm. She fucking smokes. She drinks. You know. I think she's gorgeous. She's English. You know, with that freaking accent, either English, Australian, you know. I love, love those accents. Yeah. She has this really nice, dry, acerbic wit. Yeah. Like the way that she talks. Mr. Desaurus here. By the way, yeah, that's our name for um, uh, AKA Desaurus. Desaurus? Desaurus. Desaurus, yeah. Thesaurus. Thesaurus. Thesaurus, yeah. Some kind of rejected dinosaur. Yeah. Thesaurus. Yeah. Thesaurus. Yeah. But, Rob, you haven't watched it, right? No. Um, it's actually not even her acting, which I love her acting. Like the way that they focus on her, she's very confident on on screen. At least she comes off that way. But I'm actually really in love with her fucking writing. Like she writes some of the best dialogue I've seen on TV. There's so, a lot in there's a lot of shows in Amazon Prime that are really nice. Like oh, was there one with like Good Morning America? Uh, well, you mean on like Jennifer Aniston? And yeah, what's that one? I don't remember what it's called. It's Good Morning something. Well, there's a lot. Like, there's Goliath. There's Sneaky Pete. You know, you got Man in the High Castle, Mozart in the Jungle. So they are making quality content out there. Mm-hmm. Who's uh? Do you guys? I don't know if you guys ever looked at writers, but do you guys have any favorite like TV writers? Actually, that I'm not really familiar of TV writers. You know. Yeah, I can't say I uh, currently pay much attention to writers. Yeah. How about movie movie writers? Or do you guys have any favorite writers in general for any kind of content? For those who don't know, Matt's really into books and shit. Yeah, fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. my my um, scope of nerdum is like so ostracized because it's not like video games. It's not necessarily comic books. Well, it's your it's your thing. Like if we're gonna ask me, like, well, it's not Amazon, right? It's the Apple Show. Is that the one you're referring to? Yeah, something Jeremy mentioned. Yeah. Good morning. Something. Yeah. To answer your question, though, one of my favorite writers is Robert Greene. So. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know. If See, there you go. Something he doesn't know. The morning show. Yeah. The morning show. Yes. Oh, like Forty Eight Laws of Power. Mastery is a lot better. Mm. Yeah. So, that's actually something that I actually read. Um, of course, the Harry Potter books. You know, Lord Jay of the Rings. Shit. Yeah. Mm. Lord of the Rings, I read a lot. Does, does, do you think it still holds up well for you if you read it again? I probably will, but it's just a lot. Have you? Are you a Lord of the Rings I fan, have, Robbie? I have read uh, The Hobbit. Oh. And not Lord of the Rings because I got bored. 
but I have seen the, the extended cuts, no less. Yes. I love the extended cuts, yeah. It's they are long. I tried to show them to Sherry, and she was just not one whole day. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say that's one of the rare cases for me, at least, where I feel like the movie was better than the book from like a commercial standpoint. Because you read the book, the book's actually really fucking boring. It is, yeah. But yeah. I, I read the book because I watched it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can appreciate the books for yeah. what they were because I read them as kids. Yeah. But the movies, like when you watch those movies, yeah. like holy fuck. I love, I think my favorite character is Samwise. Is Samwise? Samwise Gamgee. Oh. Yeah. Little fat farmer friend, gardener friend, who uh-huh. takes care of Frodo and like the uh-huh. subtext. I think I'm more of like. Of best friends. Boromir was a. Uh, Boromir was one of my uh, favorite characters because he was a good guy. Like he was a good guy. Yeah, he really wanted the ring. No, no, he got tempted, right? That's the power of the ring, right? Temptation. Yeah, his basically, I don't know, his heart or mind was just weak, mm-hmm. but he was he was a good guy. So. That's why I like Sam. Sam was a good guy. Yeah, because he tried protecting freaking uh, Peregrine Took and Meriadoc Brandybuck. Yeah, I need myself a, a Boromir. <laughs> protecting him yeah yeah um what else G- game of thrones you all selfish pricks asked me which one was my favorite oh yeah no, no oh yeah no, oh yeah no, 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 no. forgot he's included in the yeah. podcast <laughs> it's fine so what was uh what some of your favorite childhood authors or writers fuck you guys <laughs> Childhood. I didn't like. I would get out of sports. I, I hated reading. Um, I didn't want to do my homework. I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. It was uh, trying to think what I even read. Like I mean, I read comics, but I couldn't tell you which authors they read. I have to go back and look. Mm-hmm. Like I was into the comics of superheroes, all that kind of stuff. Marvel. Yeah. I was um, really not into uh, comics as a kid. You definitely got me beat there. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't. I mean. Straight up, I was poor, so I couldn't afford to buy a lot, so I got like hand-me-down stuff here and there, and so I just kind of read smatterings from wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then books, like I think I pretty much only read books when I had to for book reports. And even then, I got really good at just reading the back of the book to get a general idea and just extrapolate from there and faked my way through book reports. Yeah, I gotta say, a lot of school was me faking my way through things. like. I would, because I, I had very low attention span. If it wasn't something I was doing for fun, I had a very hard time getting the spirit of the letter rather than the word of it. So, like, you guys remember those books like Lord of the Flies yeah. by William yeah. Golding? Or what's the other one? Uh, S.E. Hilton's The Outsider? Stay Gold Pony Boy? That kind of stuff? No. Never read those. Oh, Never heard of those. Me too. Lord of the Flies, yeah. Yeah. Um, all I would do was um, I would go on uh, Google. And I would uh, look up cliff notes, and then kind of just like get the summary, and then take those interpretations. And Must be nice to grow up, go to school, oh, and where there was Google, right? Yeah, fuck. Man, when I was growing up, I had nothing else to do, so I had to learn how to smoke to be with the cool kids. I had, had to learn because <laughs> I, I felt I was, uh, you know, I felt was out of the fucking. I wasn't a cool kid. Did you go to school here? No, no, I went to school in Philippines. Oh, it's pretty intense. So uh, I just basically learn how to smoke, and then when I started. You know, having a job, that's when I actually started geeking out because it was more like I see my neighbors have like, you know, Nintendos, Segas. I started geeking out because yeah. my dad went to computer school back then. Yeah. That was the next big thing. And when I would have been 15 ish, somewhere around there, 
he uh, would bring home like old computers and just like piece them together and make like a, a good computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would just let me play with all the random parts. And I just taught myself how to build a computer. Because yeah. again, back then, internet existed, mm. but not like it is now where you can find anything. Yeah, yeah. And even even after you got like you know megabit speed, like once you got T1, like, a T1 line, line. the T1 line, T1, T2, T3. You still didn't have like YouTube to teach you, so you couldn't go online yeah. and learn this stuff, mm. right? So I literally would just sit there and like look at it and figure out how to piece it together. And I taught myself how to build computers um, by just taking spare parts. And then I went to a Christian private school when I was 17. Oh, that's fine. High school. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and uh, they had a lot of like old computers going to them, but none of them worked. So I took them literally all apart and made like different piles of parts and everything. Oh, that's good. Frankenstein a bunch together. Like I did, I told them, like, no, I can figure this out. I had no idea what I was doing. And I just Frankenstein together like ten computers. Sure enough, it worked. Now, if I wow. did that on my uh, school in the Philippines, I would have been kicked out because they thought I was stealing <laughs> their computer. I will say, though, there was no such thing as like cybersecurity. Like, all of that was very, very new. There was a point where you can actually just like you really take st- over someone's desktop and the well, computer. You didn't really start getting viruses and stuff until Windows XP-ish. Early 2000, yeah. I vividly remember, because I, I went to school for this stuff, I vividly remember got a point where as soon as you did a fresh install of Windows XP and you connect to the internet, as soon as that was done, you had a virus. Yeah. Because it was so bad. You couldn't, what you had to do, Pushing through, yeah. you had to unplug from the internet, unplug do in. your install, run your antivirus, turn on your firewall, yeah. and then plug it to the internet so that yeah. you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's very different. Like now it's like. The most the, famous virus ever created was called the I Love You virus. Yeah. And it's. Filipinos were the ones who made that. They were uh, really, yeah. They were IT students in one of their IT schools there. Yeah, there was some crazy viruses. Yeah. What does it do? I don't know. You can oh. look it up. But um, it, um, the FBI had to go to the Philippines to actually arrest these motherfuckers. And there's no, there's no news of them now. Like people don't know where they are now. They're probably somewhere in uh, the states. They probably just got hired or something. 10 million Windows computers yeah. were infected on May after May 5, 2000. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, so yeah, I love you, virus. They were they were they actually mistaken it for the Y2K. Remember the Y2K? Oh, you probably mm-hmm. was just like in diapers by then. Um, <laughs> you're probably just stuck in your own tongue. I was seven. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's called the. Uh, they, well, they were scared about the Y2K, right? So. Because zeros and ones cannot cannot go past mm-hmm. 1999. So yeah, that was huge. I remember uh, my dad who did computers and stuff mm-hmm. ended up getting certified to fix the Windows thing virus. He had to go to school and get certified for it, and then he would get hired by companies to go and fix all the computers. And it was all for naught. Like, I'm sure there was something kind of messed up somewhere. Yeah. But it was yeah, just like all the other things that were going to end our existence. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah, for the, like the freaking. Uh, Year 2013, the Mayan calendar. Yeah, not 12. Is it 2012? Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that giant movie? Did you literally <laughs> talk about it on the last podcast? I called it Apocalypse 2012. But yeah, um, 2012. I remember I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the New Year because New Year's I just hang out at home. I don't really celebrate unless I have a reason to celebrate, like I'm with someone. It's New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, 2011 New Year's Eve. So I was waiting for it. It's like, okay. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, all right. I'm still alive. I'm gonna go to sleep now. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Right? Yeah. I, I do remember vividly waiting up for 
for it just to see if anything happened. If anything happened, it, it, you know? it just didn't. It sucks though. It sucks that you're actually wanting for something. <laughs> I knew people that bought bunkers up north. Up north? And, like, filled it with food and everything, you know, preparation for this yeah. you know, big thing. We're going to have to flee, da, da, da. Yeah, no, I don't know what would happen to all that stuff. Yeah, the, prob- the bunkers are still probably there. Like, I know it's a secular thing, but it's amazing what people's faith in anything. It's not even faith. To- like, it's the freaking Mayan calendar. All I legit think that they just run out of freaking numbers, too. Yeah, but that's faith. Like, you're yeah. taking that on faith that you believe something's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Like, again, I grew up Christian, and it's all about the revelations of the end times. Yeah. You look for all these signs, and every year, every hey, guys, year there's it. This is happening. Here we go. Right now, there's a locust. There's we like have, we have the new the new antichrist coming out in yeah. whatever. I mean, it's been you know Clinton, it's been Obama, it's been every year. This is this guy. There's something with this guy. Yeah. And every year it goes away, and then it's the next thing. And now it's Trump, and now it's whatever. Right? Yeah. It's all right. How many people have there been? Like, how many denominations will be like, okay, May 11, 2008 is going to be Judgment Day. And so then they sell all their property, they invest all their money on the billboard signs, the day passes, and suckers is what they call. Yeah, what's even better is they do it like every time. Every time, every yeah. single time. It's all like there was a time in the Philippines that they actually believed that freaking Saddam Hussein was Satan, because yeah, they keep it. they keep saying because he doesn't age. <laughs> like there was like a comparison. Like oh, Keanu Reeves is Satan. The guy doesn't age. Yeah, no, Keanu Reeves is Jesus. Let's be clear. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is freaking not even. I think he's Je- I think he is Jesus' brother. That's what he is. James? I mean, there is a song. James. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the end times and shit. Yeah, I was. I grew up Catholic, so we had that too. But we really didn't have like for us, we didn't have any specific time where the world will end. You know, it's just. Well, Catholics believe in revelations and stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah, but like I was, I was gonna say earlier, like right now, I think it's right now is the most. If we're gonna base it on that, I think we should be scared now because there's freaking locust swarms coming out from Kenya. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, the earth is fucked. Yeah, they have volcanoes you know, erupting. Africa is burning. Yeah, there's and volcanoes erupting. Yeah, got this I'm coronavirus. Just, yeah. Yeah. But it's a good time for us to start this podcast. Yeah. Wait when at the end. There's our legacy. Shoot your shot, man. Someone will play. Someone will play it. A thousand years from now, and be like, oh shit, who these guys are. Yeah. All right, Matt, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, nothing. I just uh, when was Valentine's Friday? Friday. I didn't. I uh, don't remember. <laughs> I honestly You don't remember because you didn't do shit or you don't remember because you were I don't think I did anything. Yeah. No, I won't uh Yeah I know I didn't do anything Friday night. <laughs> Why? What did you do on uh, Valentine's Day? Nothing. I was with Rob, I actually uh we had Valentine's Day together. Yeah. Where was I? We were I theory. honestly don't remember. <laughs> did I work? I worked Friday. Yeah, we worked Friday too. Yeah. And then uh, he took me to Theory. Theory, yeah. And I grabbed uh, desserts for me and Cherry. And then I went home. Oh. And then I stopped and got her flowers. There we go. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. I didn't do shit. I went home. And uh, oh, I had to rush somebody to the hospital, right? So. Was that on Friday? Oh, Thursday, yeah, Thursday. Yeah. But I had to rush her the night Friday because she was throwing up again. So. Oh no. Damn. He's fine now though. That sounded very dramatic for him. I know, right? Oh no. He really yeah. cared. 
He really cared. He's too busy looking at his poetry tickets. But yeah, I know. Yes. Dave, Frances- Dave Francesco, or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah. Poetry and Tom, I think. What's his name? Rudy Francesco. Oh. Francesca. Francesco. What the fucking name is Dave Francesco? No. What would like the ideal day look like for you guys? Ideal day? Yeah. I don't believe in that Wait, shit. Day to day. Day. day? Like, what's your What's your perfect day? I'm, 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 should I answer you like Miss Congeniality <laughs> style? Like April 23rd. It's not too cold to bring a sweater or whatever that. You know that movie? I know the movie. I have no idea what you know. Well, that's where that's what our answer is. Like the perfect day, Miss Congeniality. Oh, oh I get it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. yeah. The perfect How day. How would you answer your own question? Do you hear that wistfulness? Hmm. Yeah, so perfect day. Honestly, it was April 26th from the movie. But uh, April, oh yeah, April 26th. There you go. Not too hot, not too cold. Not too hot. Yeah. Wow. April 25th, brother. Oops. Ooh. Yeah, that would be a boomer thing to do. All you need to is a light jacket. All you need is a light jacket. Oh yeah, not too hot, not too cold. Not too hot, not too cold. You know, exactly. He and I are millennials. Oh yeah, we are. Oh, too. No, you are. Uh, it's from '83 into like something. Something, yeah. There's like. Uh, anyway, what's your perfect day? Aren't you? Aren't you? Uh, '83. Yeah, it's from '83 until. What are you? Same. You're '83. Yeah. Oh yeah. You and I are literally days apart. Yeah. September. You guys are nine. What's that? You guys are nine. Nine. You were nine. And <laughs> that was before. When you were, oh, okay, yeah, it's true. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I would have honestly been that annoying kid trying to follow you guys. You're kind of the annoying kid right now. <laughs> I know, I was the late addition to this thing. No, you weren't. You were part of it. You are kind of part of it, you know. MRR? I mean, at the very base level. RMR. You know, honestly, my, my perfect day would. I would probably only sleep eight hours. I would. I sleep a lot less than that because I'm always, I always feel like I don't have enough time. My perfect day would be a day off. No, no it wouldn't be coming to work? You know, maybe it would be coming into work and having a great day. Like, imagine uh, this. You come into work and you only work eight hours and you accomplish everything in every hour. This is a pretty scary insight to your in my lives right now. <laughs> only We only work eight hours. <laughs> Well, you and I, there's definitely an opportunity for us to learn time management better. No, my time management is great. My time management is shit. Well, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine you accomplish everything in the eight hours. You know that feeling you get at the end of the day where you actually accomplish something? Maybe even a little meaningful? I can guarantee you guys that you could, as long as you put your focus onto it, you can accomplish everything you need to do. I mean, just by what's in front of you in about two, three hours. There's rarely a day that I don't accomplish what I set out to do. No, no, no. I mean, control. Like, I mean, what I'm saying is like, mm-hmm. when I get here and I plan my day, I pretty much, and get less things don't trust that we yeah, get something you know, things come up or whatever, I pretty much accomplish everything that I set out to yeah. do on the day because I plan it that way. The procrastination, right? So, so the reason I stay late is because more things come up through the day that I yeah. got to deal with because who else is going to deal with it? Yeah. I think for me it's a little different. I think I are just terrible at time management. Yeah. And I, I put too much into every hour, like too much task to accomplish. So by the end of the day, I'm kind of like, 
well, let's stay a little longer and finish this kind of thing. Yeah, let's so yeah, yeah, try to clear. push it off. Let's just cycle back because we're awesome at this. Your perfect day <laughs> is that you sleep for eight hours, you come to work for eight hours, yes. you accomplish whatever it is that you need to do that day. Yep. Okay, and then... Okay, and then for my last eight hours, uh, an hour of it would be spent reading. An hour. Just an hour, because I, I tend to spend a little too much time reading. But if I spend an hour reading a really good book... To be fair, I did spend over two hours yesterday finishing a book. Oh, really? Which book? We'll get back to that. Finish your day. And then I would end up grocery shopping a little bit. Well, cook. <laughs> Dude, I actually find it very therapeutic, being able to grocery shop. I mean, that being said, he likes vacuuming, so I don't know. Yeah, I like vacuuming. Don't you guys feel that like when you're washing dishes and your mind is somewhere else, but your body's physically no, doing something? No, I'm just thinking I could be doing something else. I don't. No, I, I'm a dreamer, man. I love being alone with my thoughts. So I, I like doing something. I dream of getting shit done. They may say I'm a dreamer. It's like it's like meditation. Like all my all my off time right now has been going to the gym, has been um, doing errands, so cleaning, getting groceries, whatever. And then working on this stuff and doing, like, I put in all my extra fun time into doing this. I've already put in a lot of hours into this. Me, it's a lot, because I like lounging around. I like doing nothing. I, I barely that. ever get the chance to Same. do nothing. I like doing nothing, too. Sometimes I just legit sit I do like, like sit back and just, like, I have a YouTube playlist where I just keep adding the people that I like or whatever, yeah. like, you know, uh, well, we won't shout anybody out, but I have a whole bunch I've got. I think I have, like... 130 subscriptions or whatever. To finish. <laughs> so I'll just go through and just keep adding to my watch later list. And like for me being lazy is me just like sitting on the couch or lying on the couch playing that and just watching like 10 minute videos where it's always changing the topic so you don't get bored, right? Yeah. Um, just literally doing that and that's my spacing out. Yeah, I just, for me, I just, I actually don't know. <laughs> I know I can finish. Like if there's something that I need to finish as far as work is concerned, not this work, I know I can finish it in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Right? I so, think any day where I can get time to read, get time to meditate, and then get time to accomplish something either like a meaningful personal goal or to make a stride in a work goal. And like the last time you accomplished a meaningful personal goal? Uh, does organizing my bookshelves by author count? I guess it's subjective because it's a personal goal. Yeah, it's a personal so, goal. So I, I recently, just like last month, rearranged 600 books over the four shelves. Did you guys, you finally saw it last weekend. Have you appraised your books though? I'm actually, uh, I was going to do it, but I feel like it's going to cost too much if I have to pay that monthly. So I'm appraise a book. Insurance for the books. Well, you're just going to appraise it. That's it. You don't have to do it. Do you know anybody? I'm asking you if I know about someone. I've never done it, but you know, like appraisers. That we I can find out. We can find something. Because I imagine that's gonna be kind of pricey. Well, might be, might be pricey, but it's might, it might be worth it as well. What might if, be a good blog, actually. It's good. What if, what if you find out one of your book costs like forty Gs? It wouldn't. No, no. no what if? It would he be taking us out for supper? Yeah, yeah. What if? No. What if? Like, are you, are you willing to part with it? Or not? No. The point of collecting is not to ever sell it, yeah. but maintaining value of something is, for me at least, it's like something that I can just like maybe bragging rights. Maybe it's just like a personal like satisfaction to know that you know I have something that is valuable. Yeah. What if all your books cost around 
Like two hundred grand. It wouldn't be. Well, I there. think the total. You keep saying it wouldn't be, but you have a book there that's around one hundred fifty years old, right? So. $120. Yeah, that book is actually about $400. Yeah. Well, you bought it for $400. I bought it for $50. Bucks. Yeah. So how did you know it's $400? Have you appraised it already? Well, there's only one other copy that's publicly for sale Yeah. across the entire world. And that one is bidding right now at like $350, $400. Sorry. So what was the question? If it was, if it was $200,000, what would I do? What would you do? Yeah. Nothing. Are you going to keep it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some people who buy, you know, Kobe Bryant shoes, and then when he dies, they're just gonna sell it, right? Yeah, yeah. Up. But for me, a lot of the rare books I have are from people who are already dead anyway, so. For me, it's just like the, like I, I like the history of a book. I know some people need to buy new books because they don't like used things, but if I have like a, like I don't know, a 200 year old book, and it was signed by that author, you know, that's something that is, for me, something of value. But yeah, you should still have it appraised, though. I should, yeah. At least the collection. So you know what you're sitting at, right? Remember when my place flooded in 2018? Fuck. Oh, did some books got a... Uh... No, but it was from the ceiling. Yeah. So if my if that was above the bookshelf, that would have destroyed oh, the, the entire top two shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not really into collecting shit. I think I'm the only I one here. I love collecting. What do you collect? I get addicted to nothing right now for that purpose. One, because of space, and two, because of money. Mm. But like in my life, so I've collected sports cards, mm. collected DVDs. comics. Uh, what's that? DVDs, right? Uh, we'll get there. So sports cards, comics, then magic cards, then uh, my models game. So the different games that I play, 40K. Oh, okay. Like that. And then that kind of stuff, and then just like random memorabilia, and then in my like 21, I started working for Rogers Video, and then I started to get into movies. That's I didn't really in any movies until then, and then I got heavy into the movies because we got like a sweet discount working for them. Yeah. So like half my paychecks are still living at home. Half my paychecks would just literally go right into buying movies that came out that week. So then I got into DVDs. At the height of it, I had before I gave them all away about 800 DVDs and Blu-rays. 800 DVDs. 800 DVDs, Blu-rays, all that kind of stuff. And then from there, I got into more geekery collecting stuff. Um, so again, more model games and things like that, uh, random comic like action figures or whatever. Then from there, I got into um, actually that might have been it. And then I, I started to realize I just sold stuff so that I, uh, you know, could pay bills and things. Like kind of we moved here and uh, you know living in the Vancouver area, not a lot of space for things. And it's oh, expensive, really? and uh, so I just stopped collecting anything. I've had no hobbies or anything since. It's kind of sad, really. Aren't you collecting board games? Oh yeah, I collected board games for a while. I've actually bought a board game in like two years now, because mm-hmm. the, the thing with board games is collecting is cool, but if you never play them, yeah, it's, it's like, like, why are you buying, right? buying so, yeah, It's not like, yeah, I'm, I haven't really collected shit. I love it, man. I love, I mean, like you, like you love getting technology and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, I'm technology, I'm, I don't really collect technology because you just replace I quick, I'm quick to replace. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like, I know you and I are the same. It's like yeah. shiny new computer parts or new you like shoes. Well, I, I, wear, I don't collect it, I wear it. I buy it because I like, I, like I'm going to wear it, right? It's not like I'm collecting it. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Right now? Probably on 20. 
Well, I just started like doing it again. For like three hundred, six hundred dollar shoes. I started doing it again. Oh. I started doing it again in a while before you, you know. So. Because like, like shoes can appraise and can grow value. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like one of my shoes around three G's. Shoes, books, some yeah. comics. Is there actually like any incidents of like DVDs or Blu-rays actually accumulating value? Depends. The old uh, Disney VHS is still. Yeah, Disney stuff. Once you have the Bambi, you got some Because bits. Disney's great at like putting stuff into the vault and everything. Yeah. So mm. a lot of old VHSs are probably up there because they're harder to find. Yeah. Um, DVDs and stuff probably not as much. Because the problem with discs is that they scratch and stuff. Mm. So unless you keep them in good condition, you may get something. Same with video games, right? You may yeah. get something that doesn't work. Um, so, yeah. Damn. There's actually a really good book I read. Um, you guys, this guy. Yeah. you guys have seen the movie, okay. but I was so enamored with the book because it was talking about kind of like the, the, the antiquity of the 80s. Great nostalgia book. It was Ernest Klein, Ready Player One. I haven't watched that. I did. I wasn't too enthralled with it. The, the movie? movie was fine. I mean, it was fine. It was just like just but you read the book? Oh. I legit. So... I haven't really read any new books. Like I'm sure I've read a few in between. Right. But this this year is the first time in probably 10, 15 years where I've spent time reading books. I finished since mid-December. Um, I finished three books now. Okay. Um, so for me, because I'm actually just putting time into it, like I don't sit there and read a lot, but I try to get at least three chapters a week done amidst my working and you know doing this stuff and yeah. all that. So for me, I mean, that's like insane. I, I do audio books. I do yeah. podcasts. Mm. So I podcast most of the time too. And he, you know, you know that, right? Because when I was when we were sleeping, when we were sleeping together. <laughs> oh yeah, on our vacation in Morocco, I, I woke up. I thought it was the radio, but it was a Joe Rogan podcast. I just keep it on. Did you wake up because something was poking you, or I woke up because the fucking aircon got turned on. <laughs> the generator gets turned off for like two hours. Yeah. No, no, it got. Uh, there was no every five days. There's no electric electricity in the island, right? So yeah, that's why. Oh, yeah. so that's when you guys went on your honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Philippines. Much, yeah we yeah. did. Yeah. That was a good time. It was. It was magical. Yeah. It was drunk as a skunk. This guy. Yeah, I was. I was drinking. I uh, maybe I'll include that picture you sent me of him in the oh, show. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, I do have an actual. Uh, Not so cocky now. No, no, I have an actual nicer picture with like the moon. Like, oh yeah, there's one of his like, angle. Yeah, he's like moon moon bathing, you know. No, I got the one where he's like passed out on a hammock or something. In my uh, boxers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It that looks so very, So apparently I took off my clothes because I tried to jump in Yeah, I was trying pool. to jump in the fucking pool and there was no swimming after like 11. This was like 2 a.m. It was like walking without, with, you know, on his own business. Suddenly like while walking he's taking off his shirt. Then he's taking off his pants, taking off the slipper like, Matt, don't fucking go into the pool. Like what? I can't go into the pool. Like it, we can't, we can't swim, man. It's not allowed. Like shit. And then he went to the went to the went to the village and just went to hammock. I do love that he slept at the hammock because every time he asked me before we went to Boracay to our trip, he's like, "Do I have a place to stay?" Like, "Yeah, yeah, we got a hammock ready for you." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, actually, uh, actually, one time he said, "I, yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. We're gonna make you a tent outside." <laughs> It was, a, it was actually a really good time. My, both my mom and dad wanted to go to Barakai yeah, yeah. after they saw the photos. Yeah. Like, guys, if we go to Barakai, we're not going anywhere nice. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not going anywhere nice? Uh, because they are not as 
massively fortunate as other people I was with. As Mr. Worldwide? No, you didn't. Mr. Six Continents? Bro, no, I still remember how much, uh, how much uh, the benefactors paid for those villas. Nah. Not everybody can, uh, can afford that. It's all good, man. As long as you're with us, you're good. You know, I don't know if you're gonna. Be, I don't think you're gonna be there the next time I go. Let me know. That's I right. might be. You know what? One of these days, I do want us to talk about like uh, traveling. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a really good. We all have different perspectives of traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Robbie's gonna have his passport soon, so we our first stop is Seattle. We're gonna eat some fucking diner food. No, 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 no. Rob should start off with just a tip. Just Bellingham. Fuck Bellingham. And then first thrust into Seattle. And then we're going to pull out back to Canada and then we're going to go to Portland. Go deeper and deeper down south. We need to get him on some freaking U.S. diner food. U.S. diner food? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where's the burger place you went to in Bellingham? I Bellingham. forgot that place, yeah. It was actually Romers? Good. No. Yeah, Romers, Romers. Romers is in Vancouver. We're not sponsoring Romers, by the way. They're really mediocre, so. That's not the diner. That we went the to. fuck is that diner we went to? Romer's is in like Marine Drive here. So while Ramon's looking for that uh, whatever diner place we went to in uh, Bellingham. No, no, it's a burger. Burger Bellingham. Burger place Bellingham. You know what fascinates me? Boomers! Boomers Burgers? Boomers, Boomers Drive In, yeah. Yeah. Oh! Fuck, they have the best milkshakes, man. They actually work. It's too. But did I, uh, how did I describe it? Uh, I don't know. It's too thick. I can't suck it or something like that. Oh, fuck yeah. The milkshake. Well, the milkshake was legit too thick. And they only gave you like a flimsy straw. So it did not hurt. It did hurt a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. it was hard to freaking uh, sip. You know, so. Jesus. I actually, actually want to go back just for the milkshake alone. I go for the four dollar burger, man. It's really good. We should actually have some milkshakes. Milkshakes? Yeah. Uh, I'm going. Oh man, I was hoping we were gonna have food here. Or whatever. This guy's gonna. I know this guy decided. We planned the whole time. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go eat. We're gonna go eat after. after. We're gonna do this. Or do something do after. And you know? like, oh, I just. Yeah, I'm just gonna come oh, later oh, and uh, oh, I'll make some time. Till this day, it's been like three days. There hasn't been like an entire full hour that I've been awake that I'm not thinking about a scene or a line or a conversation in that fucking show. Like it's haunting me. And I started thinking about some of my favorite writers and favorite shows. And two of them that come to mind one is The West Wing by Aaron Sorkin, and the other one is by Jonathan Nolan. It's called West World. <laughs> you know West and Westworld um, is that uh, HBO? Yeah, movie, right? yeah robots. Yeah. I, I wasn't into it. I, I love it. It got better. Like I stuck it out. I wasn't into it. Uh, Are you in season two? Yeah, all caught up. It did kind of like get too convoluted. Yeah, just, just like yes, two like things are just happening for the sake of happening. Well, some of it is interesting, but other parts it's just like yeah, it wasn't like, the first big season fan. was fine. Like they they tapped it as like being the next Game of Thrones. They tried really hard, and it's you know nowhere near that. No, it's better. Oh, you can see yourself out. <laughs> Have you watched The Witcher? No. Witcher. Is that Henry Cavill? It's actually good. I don't know if I'd say it's good. It's better than I thought it would be. It's better than it had any right to be. 
I like Henry Cavill a lot. Yeah, I like this genre. Toss a song, toss a coin to your witcher. Great, he just got his copyright strike. Oh, I'm rewinding. So, like, for example, like, that's Witcher, right? You say it's a good show, what makes it good? What's something when something's good and when we like it? No, no, I play the game. I play the game. So, they're kind of accurately, you know, and the people who actually portray the characters you know they're doing it correctly so can you ever tell the difference between whether you like something and it's bad or whether it's actually good to be like like something that's good on its own and something that you like i like super mario right mario brothers the game right but when this fucking super mario brother the mario brothers movie came out with john leguizamo and dan hoskins that was the worst movie ever made. So he's asking, though, yeah. Yeah. if you watch something and you love it, can you tell that it's just because you love it and it's still bad, or it's actually good? Like, you know, for instance, I love Kevin Smith movies, but a lot of them are just bad, right? But they're, to me, like, they're so entertaining, I can watch them on repeat, but when you break, break it down as a movie, there's very little redeeming about yeah. it. Like, oh, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, that's another good one. Like I'll show you the other Happy Gilmore's, Billy Madison's. You watch them, nothing special. Nothing special, but it's no it really good. Yeah. Them to be a good movie, but they are yeah. those like comedy. Yeah, those Adam Sandler movies. That's what I would consider. Like for me, a really good example. I was talking about this with another friend of mine who really loves movies. Because, like Rob, you know that I'm not really, uh, I'm not a big movie aficionado. Not like you, and not like Ramon. But I do love. Not really a movie aficionado, but thank you. I feel like you, you, have, you have some weird trigger that comes out of nowhere that's really astute. But for me, one of my favorite movies growing up... fuck you call me? <laughs> I said you're an ass dude. <laughs> you're a fart. Uh, one of my favorite movies, which was actually, it's probably a really bad movie. It came out when I was like two years old, so I grew up watching it over and fucking over. Because my family was one of those people that would go to Roger's Video and Blockbuster. Yeah, everybody did. And did back then. didn't return the video. I mean, they accumulate all the late fees. Yes, that's what everybody did. And they would come complain to me and be like, I don't want to play this $8 late fee. You have to wave it. Uh, I'm going to go to Blockbuster. Did you ever wave it? No. <laughs> my, my mom would cry and tell people waved it. But anyways, one of my favorite movies was from 1994. It was called Double Dragon. It was based it's on the so 19- bad. It's fucking terrible. It's based off that 1987 yeah. Uh, game, right? Yeah. It's a terrible movie. For my like aesthetically. For right. Vision, dialogue, it's we all bad. Double Dragon. It has nothing to do with the show. No, but so it's one of my game. favorite movies sure. of all time. And so that's what I mean. Like, is there something oh, that you I don't get it, get it, like, yeah. but it's bad? Street Fighter. The movie? Jean Claude Van Damme and uh, Raul Julia. Freaking Kylie Minogue was there. Is, one of right? my love of my life. Yeah. But it's a bad movie. It's a fucking bad movie. Even, uh, yeah, yeah, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That guy from Blood In, Blood Out was there too. So. I, I would put it into that category, every Van Damme movie. There's oh, gotta be one good movie. Time Cop was good, yeah, Time Cop. Good. No, they're all terrible, but they're, like, I love them. <laughs> like, like another one, yeah, another one, like um, Steven Seagal, Under Siege. Oh, Those two Under Siege stories? Oh, I hate Steven yeah. Seagal. I, mean, I hate him and Chuck Norris. Yeah. You don't like Chuck Norris? No. Well, Chuck Norris. Van Damme and Arnie. I had a poster of like the... You have a poster of fucking Chuck Norris? Yeah, like those like hundred facts. Like, oh, okay, Chuck, Chuck Norris, you know, so hard and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just, did your balls yeah. swell? 
only thing he was ever good in was dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh yeah, when he uh, was the, the yeah he was the judge. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. what I've ever enjoyed him. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad movie. Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. Dodgeball was so chill. You can dodgeball. We should mate. Oh, I mean, we should date. <laughs> Have you ever seen a hundred thousand dollars? Freaking case opens up and it's like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, on the other hand, a movie that like from technical aspects and like the way that it was written and paced was brilliant. And it was actually a really good movie objectively, but I was so fucking bored. And that was Dunkirk. It was. I tried yeah. watching it, but I, it was so boring. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. I heard it was, it but I, I didn't bother finishing it because I'm a I'm a big war fanatic. Yeah. Like World Did War Two. Like. Favorite war movie. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. I was and gonna then, say the same. Yeah. Thing. Then, yeah. Um, That's an easy choice. No, no. Saving. Nicholas Cage and Wind Talkers. There's a bold choice. Okay. Now, now we're Star talking. Wars. Okay. Okay, going to so go back to your thing. So you're saying Dunkirk for you was yeah, technically oh, that's a good movie. Christopher Nolan's amazing. He's one of my favorite directors yeah. and writers. And yes, Dunkirk was a very good movie that I didn't like. I can appreciate it from like a technical standpoint, from its narr- like the narrative point of view. It was actually really well crafted. But do I actually like it? I was bored. See, for me, it's Blade Runner. It's not a war movie. Well, okay, wait. Before we get into this, movie yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's a, it's you know held up as an amazing movie and a classic, and it's whatever. I'm bored out of my mind. To be fair, I've only watched it once. But yeah, war movies for me. Saving Private Ryan, Tears of the Sun. Um, Willis. What? Yeah, it's a fan. It's a fan. Again, the joy of not being in control there. Yeah. Um. Tears of the Sun, of course, Band of Brothers. I know it's not a movie, but you know. Is that that's great. It's like it's HBO. Oh my God, you haven't watched Band of Brothers yet? It's HBO, right? You haven't. Well, no, answer the question. You haven't answered. You, you no. haven't. Is that related to the Pacific? Yes. It's it's it it was it is related, yeah. It, but it's the first one. Band of well, was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, you should. Have seen, how about you? What's your favorite war movie? Is it Wind Talkers? Is it World no, War Two? I, I was kidding. Uh, I was terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, war movies hard. Um, I mean, I don't know. Favorite war movie is tough. Like, I mean, I, I like ones you'd expect. You know, Saving Private Ryan, Tears of the Sun, um, Thin Blue Line, uh, Enemy at the Gates. I really like. Oh yeah, yeah, that one was good. Jude yeah. Law and uh, Ed Harris. Yeah. Are these all like World War Two movies? Yeah, yeah. I'm more. I'm a World War Two geek. Mm. So 300 we wouldn't My count. Dad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, like you have obviously probably the most famous one, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Um, which is just an intense movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently, this um, 1917 is good too. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. If I'm picking one, um, probably my favorite one. We were yeah. soldiers. Was actually sorry, I'm cutting you off, but yeah. We Were Soldiers was actually a decent war movie. Yeah, we were soldiers was good. Yeah, so but anyways, say, go ahead, sorry. Not a real war movie, but it is a war movie, it's called Bastards. Yeah, Tarantino. I mean, I'll say it's not factual. It's not factual, but... Anything like that, I would say it's going to be that, maybe Full Metal Jacket. That one too. You know what's uh, something that popped in my head as well as uh, Three Kings? Love Three Kings. Yeah, it was Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg George Clooney, and Ice Cube. 
We three kings are stealing the gold. <laughs> I think it works. No, no, it's just about like this. Uh, the war in Iraq. They were ending, oh. and they were trying to steal Saddam's uh, gold and shit. So. You guys watched that movie Four Brothers with Mark Wahlberg? Love Four Brothers. No, Four Brothers. That's fucking. Tyrese was there. Uh, who else? The Andre yeah. Three Thousand. The younger brother. See, again, that's that's the thing where you talked about the movies that you love that are actually bad. Four Brothers, perfect example. Yeah. yeah. Nothing good about that movie, but it's you know. I wanted to be Mark Wahlberg after I watched oh, that. Maybe you don't know I this. Be Marky Mark. Possibly my favorite guilty pleasure movie is a Mark Wahlberg classic, Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Jennifer Addison? Jennifer Addison, yeah. I have watched that so many times. I love that movie too. I don't know why I love it. Maybe it's anything of Secret Always Wanted to Be a Rockstar, but Can't Sing Worth a Damn. Yeah. I, I have seen that movie. It. Well, Booking Nights was good too. Wahlberg is underrated. Yeah. Like, I mean, recently he hasn't done a whole yeah. lot, but like, he did I, a lot. Yeah, Wahlberg. You gotta get really good Wahlberg, yeah. or you get really bad Wahlberg, like in uh, The Happening. Or the Italian Job was good too. It was again. It's one of those ones. It's it's fun, right? Like there's it's entertaining to watch. And then we it's never even called good. Yeah. You know, Rockstar was based on Tim Owens. What? Yeah, the singer in Judas Priest. Really? Man. I'm sure very loosely based. I'm guessing. Yeah, it must be. I honestly thought it was based on the, uh, the Filipino guy. That was a long like that that movie showed before the Filipino. Yeah, the Filipino okay. was like 2009. I was really into Lost when I was on TV. I uh, I never finished the last season. You finished up to season five? Yeah. I would say season six has value only for like the standalone episodes. I'm aware how it ends. Yeah. It's not wrong. But the episode with, uh, who was the mayor from the Christian Bale Batman? Oh, cheese. Yeah, the, that guy. Okay, you said, yeah. I just said Mayor McCheese. And you're like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> That's like, I'm really like, no. Mayor McCheese is from McDonald's. Are you talking about what the guy's real name is or what he's called in Batman? No, Madman. He's in, uh, his name is Richard Alpert on Lost. And in... The Adam Levine looking one. Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> he had like, like almost like eyeliner, yeah, right? Yeah. He was the immortal one, and he has a, an episode called uh, Ab Eterno in season six of Lost, where it goes into his origin. Really fucking good episode. He's all in Spanish too. That's actually a really good episode. Damn, that show actually put up some really good hitters. I don't know. I don't. Um, it's hard to think about on the spot, but when I started thinking, my mind was like you said, immortal. And the first thing that came to my head was Highlander. We love. I love. I'm Duncan McLeod from the Clan McLeod. Look at this fucking face. I'm no. I'm more of a Duncan McLeod guy. I actually love the TV show. I, I'm not like, a Connor McLeod. I, I remember every Saturday yeah. watching that show, yeah. just being like, oh my god. I, I like the soundtrack. Yeah. Me. Here we are. Yeah, um, oh my god, it was so good. Like, it was so good. Even, like, I mean, they're all terrible, but even like the second one, The Quickening with Sean Connery. That was fucked up. Yeah, that one is bad. But I love the TV sense. series, though. The TV series I followed. They're remaking Highlander. Yeah, I, um, you know, they're. Have you not seen Highlander? Okay, I'm really confused. Isn't Highlander the thing, like Braveheart? Oh, no, God, oh, never mind. Oh, oh, my God. You might have to Highlander. No, no. Ha, me too. Um, I know. I, I, I love what. I, I'm more of a TV series guy. But, I mean, I love it. I mean, again, now I'm thinking because I haven't watched it since yeah. I watched it when I was a kid. 
I have a feeling it's really bad. <laughs> I have a feeling we went back and watched. It's filmed it's in really Vancouver, bad. like oh, a TV oh. series, yeah. I'll bet you it's really bad. What? Like I, I really like there was another there was there was another movie like 2010 or something. Like for those who don't know, Highlander is basically these immortals where they don't die unless you cut off uh, their head. Chop their head so off. So all these guys basically live their life walking around with swords. They gotta wear like big trench coats and stuff. They gotta hide that sword because you always gotta have it on you. And they can sense other Highlanders around them. And basically, when you run into another Highlander, you just have to like fight them. Why? You just try to cut the other guy's head off. Yeah, because there can only be one. There can be only one. The ultimate power. He's like, yeah. When they cut, when you get cut the head, you get their power. So for the the first three movies, have Christopher Lambert, who you might know better from Raiden and Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This right. guy, this guy is oh, just like so. So for the three movies, Christopher Lambert is the main guy. And you're like, this guy is gonna be the guy that wins it all. He's beat all these big bads, all this kind of stuff. Because every time you kill another Highlander, you absorb all their powers. So basically, if you're a Highlander that has 150 kills, and you kill another Highlander that has 150 kills, you get the 150 you kills. Kills, 150 kills. You basically have 300 kills, and it's all power, mm. right? And so you have guys who kill like a thousand people, right? And he's just like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I got so much power, which. They don't really, they can't really do anything with the power that you're just a really good fighter, I guess. But basically, Christopher Lambert is like the hero through all three movies. And after the third movie, then they do a spin-off show called Highlander, the TV series or yeah. whatever, where they bring in another McLeod. And McLeod's like the, the family. Duncan McLeod. Duncan McLeod. The clan of McLeods. And he becomes the guy in the series. And so the, you know, Highlander, Christopher Lambert stops being Highlander. They go into the series. And then they bring in the fourth movie and they cross them together and your mind explodes. Yeah, Highlander, uh, what the fuck? Endgame, Endgame, yeah. And so then the fourth movie, you're still thinking like, like, uh, what's the main guy's name? Broke my heart. What's his his name? The the Spirit Lambert's character. Connor McCloud. Connor McCloud. Yeah. So you still think that Connor McCloud's going to be the guy that wins it all. He's going to be the big bad, all this kind of stuff. But at the end... He like sacrifices himself to so Duncan can, McCloud. So he can get his power. So, yeah, so he can get absorbed and Duncan can go and fight the guy. You're just like, oh my god, this is insane. Then I, I kind of teared up when that happened. How does the power manifest in that? All right, it's so many, so many about, fucking okay, questions, yeah, okay? So. That was my first and only question. <laughs> so many fucking questions by ass. There is a... Oh, there is there is, a, there is like a movie after that called The Source. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the, well, he was giving because a baby. Every time, this is the final battle. Yeah. And they win, and then there's somehow yeah. the final battle. But the Highlander series, amazing. Yeah. You should... Uh, <laughs> Man, I haven't thought about Highlander forever. Same, same, yeah, Highlander. I'm so glad that somebody else knew you get excited with me. Highlander. He just looks back. I, I, I love that show. Like, I, I have a samurai, and I always keep it on my thing. Right? Right? Just in Pretty, case. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 no. Just in case I'm an immortal. You know, um, you'll be like you'll have a, you'll have like a spider sense or whatever. A Peter really like that Yeah. Sense. Oh, oh shit. There's somebody. Yeah, they always so, know which one it is yeah. too. Probably because they're wearing like yeah. yeah. trench coats. I look weird and yeah. fucked up. But is it modern day? Sometimes. It's kind of in the world. It was in the 90s. Forever. So they're way back in like the Scottish Highland days. Some some of them are like 600 years old, 800 years old. Like one was actually Mythos. No, no, Mythos, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know if you know him. That was um, um, Connery, right? No, no, no. Uh, Mythos, uh, this Highlander Mythos was actually born before oh, Jesus. Jesus. Mythos, yeah. He was oh, born before him. Jesus, so he's like 8,000 years old or something. He's like the oldest, he is the oldest uh, immortal. Oh, and he's not dead. Sean Connery was Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez, yeah. But yeah, 
He's they a, talk to each other, they can't just be friends. Well, in no, the end. Can. So, like, some of them are, right? Because some of them team up to get yeah. to do the great. They're like, Sean Connery is like Connor McLeod's uh, Christopher Lambert. It's like yeah. mentor, basically. He teaches him because when, like, when he finds Christopher Lambert, he doesn't know he's an immortal. He has no idea what this is. He just feels weird and stuff. And he's basically just like a drunk. Which, by the way, is one of my favorite scenes in movies. Remember when he, when Connor McLeod, it's like in the 1800s, and he like hits on that guy's wife. And so they're having a duel. And so Connor McLeod is just drunk out of his mind. He barely stand, but they have like those old tiny pistols and everything. We have to like reload them once every time. Yeah. And so they're having a duel, right? Because he's, you know, wrecked his honor. And so this other guy who's good at dueling and not drunk just keeps killing Connor McLeod, but just keeps coming back to life because he's immortal. Yeah. So he just gets shot and he goes, oh, and he gets back up. He's like, I'm sorry. So then he insults his wife again. He's like, oh, but she was a pig. And so then he shoots her again, shoots him like five times, but he won't die because so the guy doesn't know he's immortal. Amazing. We need to go watch. We need to watch. Are they super strong? No, they're not. They're uh, they just. To be clear, there. we don't really know what power they get from yeah. them, but when they kill them, it's a scene because you've all this like light. They have the, the quickening. Oh, it's yeah, called the, the quickening. quickening right? The quickening. You have lightning, lightning and you absorb the fucking power. Then you, I don't know. They just. You said Connor had to sacrifice himself for Duncan Club to absorb Connor's power to yeah. fight this like ultimate like yeah. like that. Yeah. Was he noticeably more powerful than the second? No, no, no. <laughs> it, they, they battle with swords, okay? Stop with the fucking questions already. Like, why can Connor just live? Because it makes, doesn't make sense. It just gets the power, they fucking sword fight, <laughs> set the head. Stupid, we don't right? need you poking holes okay, in Okay, so okay, yeah. This is, this is, look, look yeah, at this. Look up Adrian Paul. Yeah, Adrian Paul. And you'll nice. see the genius that this man is. I'm a Star Wars fan. They literally make movies and write books to fill in plot holes. Don't worry about it. I understand the love of something. Although I, I gotta say my favorite, like, nonsensical movie would probably be like something like Dodgeball. Something I, I can mean, relate to. Everything you say now is just invalid because Highlander is the shit. I honestly I thought you're talking about Braveheart, and I was a little thrown off that there's a Braveheart <laughs> spinoff series. It's a spinoff. That was before Braveheart. Way before Braveheart. Yeah. And then some after. Yeah. Then uh, I, I, just, I, I got. I, it was so sad when he killed Richie, though. Yeah. Yeah. When he when the fucker was playing with his mind, because yeah. yeah. Richie's like his apprentice and shit. Why are they continuing this? Well, we should just do a Highlander podcast. Yeah. It's all good, guys. It was fun. Let's keep continue doing this, and uh, we're gonna grow. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. We have a website maybe one day. Website's you know, on its way. It's coming. If you have any questions or ideas or anything, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Other than that, thank you for your time. Thank you guys. See you guys later. Thanks guys. Bye bye.